more source. Um, I want to comment briefly on, thank you. Let's see, back up here a little bit. Uh, I'd like to comment briefly on today's white supremacist rally at uh, Charlottesville, Virginia. Uh, and it's the, the first anniversary of the, uh, of the one last year that um, people were so critical of President Trump's comments over. Uh, to me, I thought it was one of those sort of manipulated mind control incidents where there was suddenly mass hysteria against Trump by his haters. At the time, President Trump pointed out that um, he condemned both sides of the rioting. And he said there were good people also on both sides. That was somehow twisted and conflated to mean that he has something against black people, that he was supporting white supremacy. Now, this is putting aside the fact that recently, Dinesh D'Souza, in his excellent movie, Death of a Nation, which I urge you to see, he uh, pointed out that one of the main organizers of the white supremacist faction last year was a man, I believe, named David Kessler, if I'm not mistaken. And that he was also the same guy was an organizer of the Occupy Wall Street movement, and he was a, a major supporter of Obama, which is awfully strange given the fact that um, here he is head of a white supremacy group, and yet he supported President Obama. America's first black president, arguably. Uh, when I say arguably, I mean because um, there's evidence that suggests that um, that uh, Dwight Eisenhower was part black, but that's putting it aside. He uh, the reason that might have been obscured was because of the genuine racism and the inherent white supremacy that existed to such a high extent in this country back in the 1950s. I mean that's an understood fact. Um, but 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 getting back to the topic here, President Obama condemned both sides. He condemned both the um, the radical white supremacists, however they came about, and neo Nazis, and the Antifa, the radical uh, so called uh, opposition to to these white supremacists, because both sides are terrorists. Both sides are violent. Both sides are equally, quite frankly, fascist in their orientation. And when he said that he, when he said that there were good people involved in both sides, what he meant was simply that you had honest people on that day coming out both in favor of tearing down a Confederate statue and saving a Confederate statue, and that both of those moderate sides are well-meaning people. Um, I, I don't want to relitigate that question. I mean, to my way of thinking, Personally, as a northerner, I don't have a lot of sympathy for most Confederate statues, although I think that some of them are fine. But um, suffice it to say that there are good people on both sides of that issue, having a normal debate. This was conflated by the mind-manipulating left and the stooges in the media to implicate President Trump as somehow supporting one of those sides, the white supremacy side. Now, the fact of the matter is that it is the left and those friends in the media that are taking sides. They are supporting one of those sides, that being Antifa, the terrorists on the left. In fact, I heard um, 
as an example. I mean, she's just a Rorschach test, and it's only one example, but Stephanie Miller, very left-wing radio talk show host, very good one, by the way, on the progressive radio, talk about a, uh, a riot in Portland, Oregon, between the white supremacists and what she quote, described as, quote, anti-fascist groups that doubled in size to the white supremacies people. In other words, she didn't really name it for what it is, which is Antifa. And they are basically black masked, almost like um, stormtrooper types. It reminds me, frankly, of Nazi Germany, but that's that's an opinion of mine. And that what that shows is, I think, a reflection of a bias on her part, but also generally on the left, which is that one of these sides is okay. Only one of the other sides should be condemned and should be used to hang their opposition with. This is quite similar in dynamic to the dynamic that existed in this country in the 1930s leading up to World War II. And I would even say in the 1920s during the, you know, right after President Wilson took, it, took action against the anarchists and deported them after they had coordinated anarchy attacks across the country at major federal installations and other government uh, groups. And that is that conservatives generally condemned both sides. They condemned both sides back then, that being both the Nazis and the communists. They saw both sides as subversive. They saw both sides as threatening to our American constitutional way of life. Both sides as anti-American and both sides as involved in a conspiracy to overthrow this government and our, our society. And the left, on the other hand, they didn't condemn both sides. They only condemned one side, that being the Nazis, not the communists. And by the way, that was only after the Nazis had double-crossed Stalin with the invasion of Russia in June of 1941, Operation Barbarossa. Before then, when Stalin and Hitler were allies, they didn't condemn either side. They condemned the United States for being warlike, and they condemned the British for being warlike in the first two years of World War II, when Roosevelt was trying to help the British and he was trying to prepare for war. They did what they could to stop that effort. So, you know, their opposition actually to Nazism was quite uh, relative. It was it was situational at best, and um, I would even argue it, it actually wasn't real at all because they share similar philosophical orientations. Maybe putting aside the anti-Semitism, and that same example, that same dynamic exists here because they are now again only taking one side, that is against the so-called white supremacists, regardless of how that came about regardless of whether or not they're actually organized by left-wingers, that's an interesting question, a separate question. While at the same time saying nothing about and even tacitly siding with the other side, the radical Antifa side. While conservatives, while frankly most moderate liberals as well, just like back then when we condemned both Nazism and communism as being basically the flip side of the same coin, anti-American, radical, collectivist progressives. 
they are today condemning both sides as well. And President Trump reflected that in his tweet a year ago, and he's reflecting it in his tweet today when he says, and I quote, the riots in Charlottesville a year ago resulted in senseless death and division. We must come together as a nation. I condemn all types of racism and acts of violence. Peace to all Americans. I think that President Trump is expressing the classic conservative and frankly, the classic liberal view, which is that we condemn all of these radical movements, whether they be left, right, or center, whether they be real or manufactured, and that we support the right of all Americans to live in, in, a, in a condition of freedom and a condition of peace. And um, it's going to be very interesting to see how this plays out for the left, because obviously they're looking for another trigger, especially as we approach the midterm elections, to try to create another one of these mass mind-manipulated events where there's sudden outrage and shock and everybody literally undergoes almost a physical transformation in terms of their rage. That's what they were arresting on. That's what they're relying on. Now, the fact that I'm insisting that this might be a mind control thing, it's a subject that I'm studying right now as part of a book I'm writing. So it's on the top of my mind. And I do raise the question of whether or not mind control tactics, which have been studied by our psychiatric community and by our secret service going all the way back to really before World War II, whether or not these factors are in play today and whether or not some of the big players, the so-called deep state, as President Trump accurately describes them, might not be a part of this. Those are being, those being inveterate enemies of President Trump and it, determined to stop his efforts to wake America up and uh, help Americans know who they are again and be free again. I've named some of the top people in that before. They are obvious. I'll just briefly do it again. They include former CIA director John Brennan, former NSA director uh, Clapper, James Clapper, former FBI director James Comey, former FBI director and now special prosecutor Bob Mueller. And um, I think also I would add to that list several other figures, including Assistant Attorney General Rod Rosenstein and uh, this guy Orr and, um, and, and McCabe and Strzok and Page and the rest of these rogues who in the Obama administration were very high level people in positions of great authority and who are people who understand how to manipulate the emotions and the perceptions of the public in general. Uh, watch their actions. Watch what they're going to do. Whatever happens at Charlottesville, we can expect them to try to exploit it. So I hope that clearer heads prevail. And I hope that we can appreciate the fact that President Trump, whether you're liberal or conservative, actually is expressing generally the opinion of most Americans when he says that he condemns both sides and that he condemns all of these terrorist and violent groups equally. Anyway, thanks for watching, everybody.